thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. into another edition of were you about to do the intro just because it's a hockey show I, about to do I the mean, intro? I, I, I'm, let's say it this way i thought it was on me i thought it was my duty to do it this time because that's how we have been doing it for the hockey shows and so i waited to double check right and you were kind of silent for a decent minute so i was like oh he's waiting for me and of course you oh. were just setting me up so i could look foolish and uh you can then call me uh, out. That's cool. I get it. I see how we get down around here. <laughs> I was I was not trying to do that. I was not okay. intentionally doing that. But I felt like I know that we've done it in the past like this, but I had to be like, you know, I wanted to I want to keep the same flow. You know what I mean? I want to I want to keep the same flow. I want people to whenever they turn like as soon as they turn on the rough cut cuz I mean, look, we've got we've got people I mean, it's it is buzzing right now. Maybe we should just go making on late. All the time. Maybe we should just go on late all the time. I mean, this is this is what we need to do. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome into the Rough Cut Sports Cast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy. Oh, you're this way, your boy, A. J. Johnson. What's up, buddy? How are you on this beautiful March 25th, Thursday, March 25th? Well, Vinny, it's actually been pretty good. <laughs> uh, well, you see, so you see. Maybe we'll just high we'll five like this and it just comes back. You know? Yeah, right. Just hope for that. <laughs> yeah, now we're just going to start miming on the show. That's that's what the rough cut has come to. We're just going to mime on the show all day. Actually, I was watching some uh, some other podcasts today on YouTube, just trying to get a feel for you know the competition out there, firstly. It's not much. <laughs> There's not much. This one guy, I don't know who it was. He just effortlessly was pointing to his guy over here like this. Well, I kind of needed you there for that. Oh, but. Whoopsies, whoopsies. Whoopsies. <laughs> but he would like every single time he just did it so effortlessly. And I went to go see how many shows they've been doing because it took us forever to like figure the sides out, especially <laughs> when we got the four guys on. And there are like 11 shows. I'm like, come on, like. He's like a pro. I was like, all right, well, from this day forward, I will never forget which way to high five my buddy. And, uh, you know, I get left hanging sometimes. It's cool. It's cool. I get it. What's up to everybody in the chat? Isaac and Michael and Kelly and Mama Lori, you know, all all the wonderful people. Shout out to Halftime Sports Collectibles. Yep. I'm happy. We're we're on. We're on the show. We're in a happy spot. I gotta, mm. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. My wife has just been on me so much lately. After I go, after I finish the shows, she's always like, "Why didn't you recognize me? Why didn't you?" She just kills me. She blows I, me up, dude. Unreal. But I definitely skipped. Now over her. I will. <laughs> yeah. Now I. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You did, and I'm like, I know. As soon as the show ends, even though that'll be an hour from now, she will be like, "You guys didn't recognize me at the beginning of the show." So there you go, darling. There's this is your why I only come in on Funny Games Friday. And <laughs> she's like, "Well, now it doesn't count." Either way, back to the program. We've got a great show ahead of us tonight, folks. We are talking hockey 
tonight, guy, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking. How do you do that? I can't. Is it? Is it from? Yeah. from low? It's from the diaphragm. So you got to get, <laughs> get deep with it. You got to love it. You know. I, I can't. My voice there. doesn't. My voice doesn't get that deep. I'm. I'm. I'm just, my voice is cool. We'll. Deep. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> it's. It's a problem. It. It is a real problem. But either way, we've got a great show ahead of us. We are talking hockey tonight. I am so excited for this moment. We are going to be playing the three-word game, talking about all things hockey-related, as our main event of the show. But. again, because we love to pull the curtain back here, AJ and I made this schedule Saturday night for the first time. (laughs) For the first time, AJ and I came together and we planned the show out before like a Monday, basically. (laughs) And we were like, okay, we, we loaded up the graphic that the schedule graphic, which didn't get released until Wednesday. Or Tuesday? When did I did I even release a graphic this it week? Was, it, I don't... It, it, yeah, it was Wednesday, I think. I think we had it on so, Saturday. We were excited, and you're like, oh, Wednesday's a good day to tell everybody what we're doing on a Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, and Friday." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So no preparation at all. We are just we we go with the flow, and we appreciate the support. Everyone in the chat, we really do appreciate it. We always like to say the Rough Cut Sports Cast is where sports fans can be sports sports fans so load up that chat right now hit us with whatever you got we are talking hockey today like i said we are going through the three word game uh yep there you go this is all i need to say this is all that needs to be said um well first off that's more than three words and secondly where your gators at in the tournament son oh they're not in the tournament anymore I stopped it before the I, I stopped it before it said look at this because you're talking about the Gators and obviously that's just trash. Well, I got you. So there, I got you. There you go. Gators thought they were going to the Sweet 16. Oral Roberts said, Oh, are you? <laughs> oh. Oral can Roberts we, University. We, oh, are you? Can we play this at the hey. end of the show? I, we can definitely play that in the uh, so, final so Allison, countdown. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to stick around for final countdown. We will play date Mary kill. We'll we'll do a sports theme with that too. We'll do we'll throw we'll throw Ooh. it in a sports theme. Definitely make that happen. So you're gonna want to stick around for for the final countdown because that's what's coming down. But again, oh sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do that. What do you got? Was this the one you're going with? Yeah, Kelly knows Keith too. That's why he can let him know he's wrong. Wow, <laughs> he is correct. This, is whooping ass in everything right now. That's chat, how we do it. This, this chat's getting hot and heated. If you're not watching us on Facebook Live or Twitter and you're listening to the audio portion, first of all, thank you. But you're just missing out on the everything that we bring on the Rough Cut Sportscast. But to go way, way back to the beginning of where all this started in the conversation, Ooh. we messed up the schedule oh. because it was the NBA trade deadline. And we've been talking so much basketball. We were like, let's get some hockey talk in there. Not realizing that today just so happened to be the NBA trade deadline, which was a huge deal. So, AJ, because this is a hockey show, I'm just going to hit you real quick. I'm just going to hit you real quick. What was your favorite move of the NBA trade deadline? Oh, the favorite move? I mean, I got to probably go with uh, Victor. No, it's going to be Aaron Gordon to the Denver Nuggets. Like, I think that's a low-key great move. There was some good stuff going on, but 
the Nuggets are a team that have been a force to reckon with in the Western Conference for a couple of years, and they came out this year and they were kind of slow paced. They couldn't get it going. They're expecting really big things from Michael Porter Jr., so they traded Jeremy Grant, and he kind of got off to a slow start. The team got off to a slow start. They're starting to pick it up, but they still need another piece. They still need something else, and I think Aaron Gordon, another big man next to uh, Jokic and Michael Porter Jr., and someone for Jamal Murray to run the uh, pick and roll in the alley-oop game to is going to be a huge Huge step in the right direction to make a final push. As long as they're in a solid position in the playoffs, they can be a danger to just about anybody in the Western Conference. I was really trying hard to keep up with all the moves. It was such an active trade deadline. It was such an active NBA trade deadline. It was very exciting to see. Uh, But you can go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so Halftime Sports Collectibles, shout out to them. Uh, we're going to drop that plug shortly. Uh, they were asking yep. about trading for Kyle Lowry. And you, Vinny, you've actually been kind of following this story a little bit recently with the Kyle Lowry and everything going on with him. And Toronto was really looking for some suitors. I think Kyle Lowry was looking for some suitors as well. But they teams just couldn't give what Toronto was asking because of Kyle Lowry's contract. There's a very good chance that he's a one-year rental or the end-of-the-year rental. He has to meet certain... Uh, he has to meet certain stipulations or his contract becomes more of a burden than it is a blessing. So teams didn't want to give what Toronto was asking. It's better better suited to try to get him in, in free agency at the end of the season if you can. That's it. Yeah, I was I, I just did an I just did an assignment on him the, on, on that situation with Kyle Lowry last night. Uh but now that we're talking hockey, though, and before we pay the bills and everything, I'm seeing the comments here because I know I know halftime sports collectibles. The guy who runs it, Tyler, great dude, uh, but he's a big Flyers fan. And I forgot that the Rangers are playing the Flyers tonight. And the last time the Rangers Again? played the Flyers, the Rangers pumped them nine nothing. Guess what the score is now? Guess what the score is in this game? Three nothing Flyers. Six well, to one Rangers. Rangers. Holy Six crap. to one Rangers in First the second off, period. I'm still very mad at your Rangers. There's no reason they shouldn't have put up 10 goals the first time. I'm sorry. Once you get 9-0 before the third period, you have to get the double digit. You can leave it at 10, but you got to get it. You got to get it. Come on. This is. I mean, what were they down there? Like emergency well, goalie by the time they're down 9-0? We, <laughs> I figured it out. We just need to do a show every time the Rangers are on. Because the last two times the Rangers... So we're on and we were doing a show. The Rangers pumped the Flyers 9 nothing, and now they're pumping them 6-1. to one. So let's make this happen. Let's just keep doing a show. What up, Chris? What up, Chris? You ain't seen me. You ain't seen me lately at work. I'm I, 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 I Yeah, it's buzzing. The chat is buzzing. Keep it up all night long. We're going to be talking to some hockey. But first, AJ, I said but first. I feel like I've said but first a few times now. AJ, hey, load up those beautiful... What a, what's another word for fingers? Is there another? Is there other words for fingers? Phalanges. <laughs> Load up those phalanges and tell them where they can find that. You can head over to Twitter at roughcut underscore sports on Facebook at roughcut sports. Both of those are where you can catch the show live on Instagram at the roughcut sportscast, where you can get caught up on all of the great news with Vinny's wonderful sports graphics. If you miss any of the show or you're only an audio member right now, head over to YouTube, check out some of our clips, leave a like, hit the subscribe, hit the notification and tell everybody, everybody, everybody. 
And of course, everybody. we are brought to you by Halftime. Everybody, everybody, everybody. And while you're at it, tell everybody about Halftime Sports Collectibles. They are the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia. You can even see them in the chat. They are just like you and I. They are, they are sports fans just as much as you and I, man. So please support Halftime Sports Collectibles. They do an awesome job. They have a loaded up store, man. You can check them out. What are you doing that face for? I'm so intrigued. I'm so intrigued. I, I, I'm worried uh, because I know her. Term for hands. You asked what's another term for her fingers, and she had one, and I know it could probably be. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we're intrigued. a family show. We are a family. <laughs> Final countdown, though. Final countdown's coming up. Okay, final countdown. That's where we can make this happen. <laughs> but either way, oh, ooh, ooh, scoop, scoop, scoop. This is a scoop right here. <laughs> Halftime Sports Collectibles doing something big over there. You're going to want to check them out. HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia. And, of course, we are brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Network, the best place to be at for a sports podcast. I mean, just like us, the best place. Go check them out. Go check out all the shows they have on there. Great stuff. And realistically, go check us out on Belly Up Sports Network, the website. We're going to be on there in just a few days weeks months we'll we see you know, uh but we yeah. get a logo up <laughs> yeah that's true that's true go support us but it is time let's get into it dude let's get into some hockey talk aj i needed to get something off my chest before we go in any anywhere <laughs> into this game. what all right what i i, I think i i'm hoping i know where you're going but i'm not sure i do you don't. You don't because I'm going into okay. hockey talk. But what do you think? Where do you think I? Where do you want me to go? I I, I would like to give another shout out or have you give a shout favorite. out. That's my favorite AJism. That is my favorite AJism where you just you go give a shout out. Nah, you just open up your hands like you're just like. Get, I'm yeah, Catholic. you gotta give we it to the like, world, man. I'm Catholic. We do like the the body of Christ and the blood of. Uh, it's like we like when like yeah. I don't know if you've ever been the at a Catholic church. But the homie dude just goes up like, this, <laughs> like this. He's just like spreading his hands just like that. And I picture that. That's wow. what you do whenever you just do. Wow. I was hoping that you did a shout out. That kind of thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a giver to the world, you know. <laughs> no, nah, uh, but so nice. I was I wanted to before we got into it, you know, I know we've been we've been bantering a little bit, having a lot of fun with everybody in the chat. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But I wanted to give a shout out to Broad Street South, man. That show has been pumping it out. They've been putting on some great, great content. Love those guys over there. Angel Martinez, Michael Sherman, the Juru. He, we've had him on our show at least once. We're definitely going to look to get those guys on here again. So if you have the time, check out Broad Street South Thursdays at 730, uh, just before you jump in at our show. Or, you know, if you have to watch a replay of one of our shows because they're doing some good content, we understand. We like to give some support. Just make sure you come back and check us out. You were talking about something they had coming up that you were interested in. Do you remember what they've been show doing was? a show about like behind the podcast show? It's pretty cool. I'd have to look up more details on it. But like I remember looking at it and I was like, man, that's a dope idea. Like that's a really yeah. cool idea, like a behind the podcast type idea. We always talk about pulling the curtain back letting our fans know what goes into it but that's a show all about pulling the curtain back yeah so i would assume i have not checked it out i thought the idea was pretty cool so uh definitely gotta check that out but and, and like you said check out everything at broad street south man great dudes over there uh but damn it aj damn it uh-oh damn you 
What, what did really? that make you forget what you were going to say? No, you didn't make me forget what I was going to say, but you <laughs> you made me remember something I had to do. Oh. oh. And it stops us from getting into hockey talk, which you just keep preventing me from getting into hockey talk, but I have to do this. I have to do this. Okay. Let's check it out, guys. This year, our boy Dylan Kearns, Ooh. smoothest voice in sports casting, was on ESPN last night. Top 10 plays coming in at number nine. It was our boy Dylan Kearns. And I just want to point this out. The, the play was not the top t- in the top 10. Dylan Kearns' call made the top 10 here. So listen, listen to it. Smooth. UCSB in Middle Georgia State. Now, coming up, you want to hear this call from a young fella named Dylan Kearns. He's a student of former ESPNer Gus Ramsey at the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. That pitch is hit, moving over is Terrell. Diving stop, flips to the second baseman. Fair hand by Ambrose, and he gets him out. What a play there. Somebody dial up Bristol, Connecticut for that one. Oh, that call's been answered. Dylan Kearns getting it done at full sail. You can't stop Dylan. You can only hope to contain him. Unreal call. Unreal call. Unreal move. Congratulations to our our very own. I don't even – I feel bad for, like, calling him our own. But, like, I mean, Uh this is – is, we were all – like, we were in our group chat last night. It didn't come on until super late last night. We all stayed up to watch it, man. It was just a special moment to see see one of our – great friends our best friends at this point yeah. uh family i should say at this point be recognized and, and have his talent show. yeah yeah first guest of the show he's getting that rough cup bump he's getting the rough cut bump man that's what it is it's i mean just come for everyone watching be a part of the rough cut sports cast you get the rough cut bump okay you start doing big things yeah. in your life i mean Halftime sports, <laughs> shout this one out again. they got big stuff coming i mean it's, they just get in the rough cut bump but so we do. AJ, am I allowed to get into hockey talk now, please? Did you hear about the Patriots doing? <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's talk some hockey. I've been trying to talk hockey with you for twenty minutes. You keep yapping about all this other stuff. I dislike you. <laughs> I I I dislike you strongly. It's okay. I, 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 I forgive really, you. I really, there, there's, there's something I wanted to talk about though, in terms of hockey uh, that I wanted to bring up that I know isn't loaded up in the dock for uh, uh, the three word game, but there was an injury that took place. And I guess this can tease it and lead into one of our first things for the uh, three word game. But the New York Islanders are going to be without Anders Lee for the rest of the season, he is out indefinitely with a fractured fibula. It was a nasty injury that took place. Uh, it was it was a game against uh, I can't remember who it was against. Here, let me take a look and see. Uh, Lee was hit by a shot from former team or from teammate Johnny Boychuk in the first period. And oh, this is from 2016. What am I reading here? Get it together, man! <laughs> Jesus Wait, Christ! The injury? Am I in this? Am I- in this yeah the injury i was Not reading anymore, something from 2016 so anders lee new york wow. islanders to go to undergo surgery to repair a torn acl he has done for the season he is the captain of the new york islanders i really wanted to bring this one up because the trade deadline's coming up and this injury to anders lee frees up about around like seven million dollars in cap space for the new york islanders and 
I'm really the trade deadline. We talk about it before, man. It's, it's a very exciting time and no other sport is like hockey and basketball where it's, there's so much activity. Yeah. You have to expect the New York Islanders to be big time players uh, when it comes to free or when it comes to the trade deadline, try and fill the role of losing their captain Anders Lee. They're one of the top teams in the East right now up there with Washington. And they are, they're a very good team. They're a very boring team to watch to most people i love it we talked about it yesterday i love defense the islanders are that defensive team they're going to be looking for a winger to come in and replace Anders Lee. how do you like the rangers and the islanders dude i i have to be on I, I have to be honest with myself i am more of a sports fan and a fan of the game of hockey than anything okay, else fair. and it sucks like, i say the I'm same thing about rangers basketball fan. so i can't even get at you for that I'm a diehard Ranger fan. I bleed Ranger blue. When it comes down to it, if the Rangers are playing the Islanders, I am a diehard Ranger fan, bleed Ranger blue. When they play each other, of course, I'm obviously pulling for the Rangers, but I don't hate really any team. I just love watching good hockey, and that includes Amish Mike and your Tampa Bay Lightning. You literally use the term hate. (laughs) I do hate them. I do hate them, but I enjoy watching them play. I enjoy watching the Islanders play. I enjoy watching the Flyers play. All the teams that I'm supposed to like or or hate, my family hates me for it, but I just, I I can't, I can't do it to myself because I respect and love the game too much. But AJ, I'll let you take it. I'm really glad I asked you that, man. I'm really glad I did because when I say that, people like condemn me for it and like, that's not how this goes. You pick a team, you stick with a team, blah, blah. Yeah, I got my team, but I also love the sport. Like, yeah, I I can watch anyone play basketball. Am I supposed to be mad when a talented person is doing talented things? Mm. So, Vinny, (laughs) do you like the Devils? I don't hate the Devils. Mm. I don't hate the Devils. I really, I do hate. I do hate the Devils. I do. They're just, they're just tr- everything from New Jersey is just. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. I'm not going to do it to you. No one deserves to be put on screen for that because it's just the Devils and it's New Jersey. Right. No one likes New In Jersey. Jersey. Uh, not even. I, yeah, ex- Jersey's pretty ex- horrible. Ex- Exactly. One of my one of my worst memories of one of my trips to Miami or not my wow to New York. My very first trip to New York, we had to stay in Jersey. I don't even count that trip. I went back the next year so I could actually stay in New York. Much better. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. You ready to yeah. get into this three word game, sir? I am indeed you you got this? ready to get into the three word game here, my friend. I am excited. Cool. I am pumped up. Uh, yeah, just pumped. Cool. Super so stoked. just so we could tell everybody how this goes, I'm going to give you a couple of headlines, a couple of things that is going on in the NHL that has happened recently. It may be some detailed stuff. It may be just something simple and just throw it at you rapid fire. Who knows? I'm going to have fun with this because you're the hockey guy. So I'm going to give you these headlines and you are going to give me three words about how you feel. And then you're going to tell me why you think you can do that. Love it. I, All righty. Then. I think. I can. I think I. You ever? What was it? Thomas the Tank Engine. I think I can. I yeah. think I can. I think I can. We Sorry. we actually did that on a show together like two weeks ago. <laughs> but I. It's digress. like a. Let's. It's like a magic act, Beth. It's like a magic act. I'm now. I'm here. Now I'm not. You don't. I am the voice inside your head, AJ. Make the right decisions. Ooh. 
<laughs> I told Aaron, side note, because we love going off off the rails here. I told Aaron <laughs> that I love to produce his shows and honestly be that producer role that stays off camera, but just haunts him whenever he's talking, like just like what I just did with you. Sorry. Just Proceed. All in his ear. Horrible. That's that's good practice though. So when we so when we uh get to the big time, we have someone in our ear all the time. We can keep going like professionals, but let's do this. <laughs> not <in> my consciousness. <laughs> nah, push that way, way out. I'm trying to survive. <laughs> Vinny, three word game, and I want to start here because even if you're a casual hockey fan like me, I'm sure this story got wind picked up because uh, the way a lot of people pick up things when your mic is hot. So. Tim Peel, refereeing the NHL, recently let go for wanting to put a penalty on the Predators that was basically unwarranted. I think uh, I think we have something to play that up, right? It wasn't oh. much, but I wanted to get a f- penalty against Nashville early in the. Mm. Yeah, that was. How do you feel about that? <sighs> the firing when I, when of Tim I saw... Peel. Yeah, when I saw when I saw this, I automatically thought to myself because it was Dylan who actually messaged us in the chat when this happened. I was not aware of it, um, but when I saw this, he was like, he was like, "Oh, that's just not this. This is going to really hurt the NHL." I don't think it necessarily hurts the NHL. It's just, it's just a, a like like Beth said, it's a very, it's a tough look. It's a really tough look. So my three words to respond to Tim Peel and the firing of it is, it had to happen. It had to happen, and and that's what the NHL did. There was a statement that was released here. I'll, I'll read it word for word uh, from uh, hockey uh, vice president of hockey operations, Colin Campbell, uh, after the the releasing and the firing of Tim Peel. He said, "Nothing more, nothing is more important than ensuring the integrity of our game." Tim Peel's conduct is in direct contradiction to the to the adherence to that cornerstone principle that we de- that we demand of our officials and that of our fans, players coaches and all those associated with our game expect and deserved. I mean, it's the way the NHL has handled this, in my opinion, has been fantastic. But like I said, the three words that has to be associated with this Tim Peel releasing is it had to happen. And something that has not been brought up that I have to give credit to the, uh, I I believe it was Elliot Friedman on his, on his uh, 31 thoughts podcast. He brought up the fact that Tim Peel was set to retire at the end of this year. So if they were to have suspended him, it wouldn't have made any sense. So them completely banning him from all NHL games, it all really makes sense. He was going to retire anyways at the end of the season. It's not that hard on him, but it's rightfully, it, it is deserved, okay? It is deserved. Had to happen if there's, yeah, that's a fine on my part, okay? I get it. That's a fine on my part. <laughs> Rookie. <laughs> I had I had Dylan's video pulled up. I had to do it. Had to happen. Tim Peel. Boom. Let me ask this question. Did he actually call the penalty? Or did I he don't, just want I don't to call the penalty? So. I don't think so. And like, right. and like I want to bring this comment up here because it, it is. It's one of those things. And this is what I said to Dylan in our group chat. It happens all the time. This is something that happens so much in, in all sports. Refs ha- want to set a tone in the games that they're calling, okay? They want to be right. able to dictate the pace of the game, dictate the play of the game to make sure that it's kept under control. So I didn't see that much. Like, I get it. 
He's on a hot right. mic. It's a bad look for your league. And like I said, with the three words, it had to happen. But it happens all the time, man. But see, for me, like you're, you're firing somebody because they wanted to do something. And then the they took the integrity of the game to heart and didn't do it. Saying you wanted to. I mean, like every, these refs, while they may be dictating the game and making sure the game is kept integral, they're also fans, too. We got to remember a lot of the people who are still in the organizations of these sports are also fans. So there's a good chance he's not the best fan of one of these teams, but he's still stuck with the integrity of the game and he didn't call a penalty on the team. So wanting to do it and not doing it to me. It's something you get it talking about. It's something that he should have had a statement about. It's his last year to retire. The season's almost over. Let the man go out with a little bit of dignity. I I, I, I yeah. get what you're coming from with the had to happen. I'm going to go the other direct say it didn't need to happen. I, I, I just I really think with with the situation, I mean, it is a it's a tough look for your league. It mm -hmm. is a really yeah, tough. I, sure. the, like, like you said, like we brought up, it's one of those things where, where he was going to retire anyways. Either way, he needed to end. He needed to have this punishment. He needed to be banned. He needed to be uh, suspended of some sort for the rest of the season to let this blow over at least. And because he was retiring at the end of the season, I thought it made sense to just say, hey, and it's one of those things. Think about it, though. Think about that conversation. This guy has been in the league for 20, uh, has been associated with the NHL for over 20 years. So his relationship probably with the NHL is probably a good one. It's probably a good one. So they probably yeah. discussed and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to assume anything here, but the way I see it happening is they discussed it. They said, OK, you're planning on retiring anyways to save face for the NHL to make you to, to punish to punish you. We're basically banning you from all games in the future until. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically banning you from all games in the future. Saves face for the NHL fires Tim Peel. He's already retiring anyways. That's it. All right. I get it. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. All right. I get you. All I right. You. I get you. Number two. We'll make it a quick one. The NHL reverse retro jerseys. Three words. Oh, man. Good. Those things are so, those things are so sick, man. The So the NHL reverse retro jerseys. In the archives of, of the Rough Cut Sports cast, we once did an episode <laughs> that was never released talking about those jerseys. And we had some hot takes. We had some cold takes. We had some great takes. We had some low takes. Those NHL reverse retro jerseys, three words right there, absolutely in love. I don't I don't hate any of the – I got to be honest. I don't hate any of the jerseys, okay? Again, going back to the this whole me not hating things, it, like me trying to respect things, I don't, I don't think I hate a single jersey. I mean, the Islanders one is very boring. The Red Wings one is very boring. But like they're just so clean. Like I saw the Dallas Stars jerseys the other night. They had the all. They were literally in all white, dude. It was so sick. Those and I, those are one of the jerseys that I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't know how to feel about the Dallas Stars jerseys. But then they released them on the ice, and that's the one thing that I thought about. I was like, okay, it's it's tough to judge a hockey jersey when it's not out on the ice doing work. And when you look at the NA, the the Dallas Stars jerseys, it kind of looked like that. And I'll pull it up here uh, to show everyone the Dallas Stars jerseys here. It's a tough look. When you see this picture here, this big picture, 
that's a tough look for hockey fans. That's yeah. a really tough look. A, the chrome visor that he has on is the absolute worst of the worst looks. And then the white gloves <laughs> are very, very questionable. But then if I can find them in the game, in game use, it would be fantastic. But I can't because, you know, Google's Google. Shout out Google, not a sponsor yet. Uh, but no, <laughs> absolutely in. And I'll pull up best comment again here. Were you about to do that? Did we just click on it twice? Did you? I did you? I hovered. I didn't click yet. I was I was about. Oh, okay, to. got I it. I thought you were gonna. They do practice jersey, but in the games they don't look that bad. They really don't look that bad. So absolute fire perfection's a perfect one too. It's it's just great. I love everything that had that came with these NHL reverse retro jerseys, except I have one exception. I have one bugaboo about it. One bugaboo. Yeah, Tampa's not the only one that did this, by the way. Tampa is not the only one that did this. The Arizona Coyotes okay. also did this. Teams got lazy with it because there are teams out there that have the sweet retro reverse retro jerseys, but they kept the gloves the same and the pants the same. So you look at the Arizona Coyotes, they have those Reveal. sick purple, they have those sick purple jerseys, but their gloves are red and black. What are you doing? I don't know that. That You're logo rich. Kinda... You're rich, guys. Oh no! Don't you dare start hating on. Don't 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 do that to yourself. The I'm, the I'm Air, the Phoenix the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, I almost call them Phoenix. They used to be in Phoenix. Um, but now they're the Arizona <laughs> Coyotes. But here, let's see here. Uh, okay, here's a great I, picture. I uh, here's here's a decent picture of it. I should say it's a decent picture. This is what the Coyotes look like when they wore them they have the red gloves it's it's red and black gloves and then the purple jerseys it's like dude what are you doing man what are you doing you're rich you're an nhl franchise no way it's not it's lazy it's just lazy they're not rich covid just happened it wiped out half their money man other teams went different other teams went different but still it's like the equipment manager went in the back and was like what gloves should we use with this Ah, let's just use the normal gloves. It's stupid, man. Some contrast in there. They're getting some contrast in there. NHL retro jerseys, absolutely in love. Okay, all right. Final answer. (laughs) Final answer. I feel like it took away the absolutely with all the hating you just did, but I'll I'll give you. I'll give you. Oh, those are dope. I gotta pull a picture up of this for the final countdown. The Iceman, our local team, has these Thor gloves. And they, they're they're Thanos gloves, I should say. Thanos gloves. Right. And they have the, the little gaunt the stones uh, on them. Awesome. Stone in the middle. And they're gonna play with it. It's gonna be so sick. Hmm. Well, aren't they also gonna like a upgrade in their in their complex or their their rink and everything too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jackson the place where I play Mensley hockey is getting an nice. upgrade. So I'm so I'm really, you, buddy. If you weren't playing there. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. It's gonna suck because they're gonna have to shut down the rink for like a month or two. They're probably gonna shut down the rink for a little bit. So it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be tough not to play hockey. I just want to play, right? No, no, probably no, there's not. Nowhere. Yeah, I was like, it's not like it's a roller skating rink. All right, we'll <laughs> keep on moving. <laughs> All right, this one. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Love it. <laughs> Maybe that's what uh, her new word for. <laughs> Never mind. All right, here we go. This one, this one breaks my heart a little bit, but we're gonna do it. 
The Buffalo Sabres, Vinny, lost the last 15 games in a row. Someone's thinking they're on their way to 16. If I'm not mistaken, the record is 18. And uh, it's not really looking like they're too far off from that. Did you research on that? Um, This was earlier when uh, I was thinking about Buffalo because of Jack Eichel and and my guy, uh, Riss. Risty is what I call him. Rasmus Rasmus (laughs) Ristolina. Yes, I like Risty. It's cooler. Anyway, so yeah, 15 games losing streak. That'll probably get your coach fired. Three words on the Buffalo Sabres. Three words on the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, man. I think there's only... There's only three words I can think of that come to mind, and I'm going to need your help, Okay. You got to stick with me here. AJ, you do a great okay. Cleveland from the Cleveland show and slash family, family guy. You do a great Cleveland, fantastic Cleveland. What are the three words that Cleveland is really famous for? Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. The buff. <laughs> Three words that are associated with the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, that's nasty. That's what it is. Because the Buffalo Sabres right now are gross. The Buffalo Sabres are, to put non-hockey fans, the Buffalo Sabres are like the Cleveland Browns. They are becoming the Cleveland Browns of hockey where they're just the absolute laughing stock of the league. They cannot win a game. They, they What's funny is, Okay, let's let's let me compare it to the Cleveland Browns of last year when they got Odell Ooh. Beckham Jr. and still stuck. Ooh, I guess they should. I should say they still stuck, I'm about to say I don't really. They, they still stuck, were, bro. They still were not good, even with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. The Buffalo Sabers went out and signed Taylor Hall to a one-year deal, and Taylor Hall could have earned a lot more money on the market. We think. Uh, but he go instead he goes to buffalo for one year to keep building up his stock and hopefully getting a bigger deal afterwards well taylor hall you done messed up because the buffalo sabers are absolute trash this year and you are a part of it you are a part of it you and jeff skinner and jack eichel and all of you guys on that team it's just a mess. It is a mess. They're going to have a fire sale at the deadline. They're going to have a fire sale at the end of the season. They've already fired Ralph Kruger. Jack Eichel was probably headed to the New York Rangers to play. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. There's a lot of rumors out there. There, there are a lot of rumors out there. You like the Faber style of play. I just, is this, that's the style of play that the Sabres play. They're just bad. They're a bad hockey team. They have no goaltending. They have no offense. They have no defense. It is just a bad team. The last time they won, I think it was like January. It's just not good, man. It is a tough look. And the Buffalo Sabres, oh, that's nasty. Look at our chat. Look at how helpful Data, our chat that's is right nasty. now. Nasty. I'll do how helpful our chat is. So- yeah. So what 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 are the moves that you think besides Jack Eichel to the Rangers? What are the moves that you think the Sabres can can make to save face? Because clearly their their season's over. Like we're not thinking like you make a move and you're coming right back. But like what what can they do to build? I guess from this point. So I, 
I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm really glad that you brought that up because the New York Rangers, what, uh, two years ago, they, the New York Rangers two years ago, entering a rebuild mode and the ownership came out and actually wrote a, wrote a letter basically to the fans saying, Hey, we're entering rebuild mode. We're going to try and deal pieces to load up for the future. Please trust in this process. Believe us when we say we're going to be moving into the right direction. Something along those lines. And at the time, I was like, man, this is a, that's weird. I've never seen a team do that before. But that was straight up from the team, releasing it to the fans, saying, hey, we're entering rebuild mode. The Buffalo Sabres are a mess of an organization. They need to come out and say, ownership needs to come out and say, hey, this is, this is a very tough time. But trust in our process. I know it's been tough in the past, but we are going to do whatever it takes to bring in the right pieces. They're going to have to start with a winning a winning staff. We talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars being one of those teams that has to change the culture of their team. That's what the Buffalo Sabres need to do. There's a guy out there right now, and for those hockey fans out there, you guys are well aware of this name, Mike Babcock. He used to coach the Toronto Maple Leafs. He used to coach the Detroit Red Wings. He is one of the, he's like Bill Belichick. He's like Bill Belichick. Very hard. He's like, he's a hard ass. He is very, he, 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 okay. he wants the best for your team. He's very strict. And he's he, available. He knows what he wants. He is available. Yes. Because no one wants him because, no, because no one wants him because the, the fact that he is such a hard ass, no one wants that in there. No, no one, no one that wants I mean, to. Is he like unethical? Is he like, no, no, I mean, no is this a Tom Coughlin situation? It is. That's actually a really good. That's actually a really good comparison. Tom uh, Coughlin. Well, he is Tom Coughlin. But well, yeah. But then, I don't care how good can, you are. That's not going to fly. He can, he can change a culture, though. Mike Babcock can ch change a culture. Bring him in, mm. and then start selling right him away. Build around, build around your future prospects that you have. That's where you have to go. In the Flow Sabers. All right. Okay. I hope they get it together. I got, you know, I got my, uh, my NHL ties ties to, uh, the Buffalo Sabres from playing shell. <laughs> now I'm on there your you crappy go. Rangers team and they're just giving me a horror. They're giving me on the game. Well, not really on the game. I'm kind of undefeated on the game, but that's different. Anyways. Yes. Here we he go. can change the culture by embarrassing rookies and being a locker room cancer. Yes. Yes, he can. Well, then that's not the, best way to Ooh, if you, know you tell me great. that you're starting a rebuild if you tell me you're starting a rebuild and then you say trust our process and then you bring in a guy who can do that i i don't you, i feel like that's not a good who, idea for it, your process you know who else could be a really good candidate for a rebuild in buffalo dan bilesma dan bilesma mm. could you be he used to he used to coach the pittsburgh penguins won stanley cup in pittsburgh uh used to coaching around star players like jack eichel he coached the city crosby obviously but Dan Bilesma could be one of those one of those guys, one of those team, one of those coaches that can come in here and make a difference. Last thing on Buffalo. Sorry. Okay. Well, hopefully, okay. hopefully they get it together. That's that's all you I mean, that's all we can really say, right? Hopefully they get it together. We are gonna keep it moving. So all right. Tell me about my Tampa Bay Lightning, three words. Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll help you out. Stanley Cup champions. Those three words you're gonna use? Tampa Bay Lightning? Uh, Stanley Cup champions? Sound good? Wasn't three words? Uh, Stanley. I'm helping you. Stanley 
Cup? No, I don't have that yet because I'm not going to make my predictions on on the Stanley Cup champion. But the Tampa Bay Lightning, three words to describe the Tampa Bay Lightning. Very, very good. They are a team that is likely repeat champions. They could be, man. They're a very good team. They are. They're so strong. I mean, and Andre, they're such a strong team. They have all the talent in the world. They're they're score. They're scoring at a. Their offense is yeah. good. Their defense is great. <laughs> their goaltending is is the best in the league. And this is all without Nikita Kucherov. This is all without Nikita Kucherov, man. It's a scary thing to think about that the Tampa Bay Lightning are doing what they're doing without one of their best players. I was talking with my boy Amish Mike last night about the Lightning, about his Lightning, I should say. And I brought up the fact that Tampa is getting production from every single person in that lineup, whether it's Patrick Maroon, Barkley Goudreau, uh, Blake Coleman. Those guys, they're they're just getting that secondary scoring. We talk about it so much with the Boston Bruins and their one need that they need that they've needed for so long. They need that secondary scoring outside of that big three that they have in Boston. Tampa is the perfect example of getting scoring from line one, two, three, four. It is it's it's scary to think about, man. It is scary to think about, but. I will say this: their division's actually doing a lot better than I thought they would. Florida's still killing it for some reason. Carolina's killing it. Uh, Chicago has been so, a surprise. I know Beth is very happy to see that, uh, although they've been struggling as of late. They have been struggling, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tampa, Tampa is just a scary team, man. I would not, I I would not be opposed to putting money on Tampa winning the Stanley Cup again. They're that good. That's 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 awesome to hear it's also awesome to watch so if you're not on there yet go ahead and jump on the tampa bay lightning bandwagon <laughs> also, also shout out to you sir shout out to you and your floor and your sunshine slate podcast that you do there buddy talk about some lightning i know you do uh so yeah I you do. gotta make sure you check out they're, they're definitely gonna they're they're gonna be a, a talk of the town definitely come playoff time right now i'm stuck in the march madness bracket and what the bucks are doing in free agency and you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's what. Also, in final in final countdown, I'm gonna want to talk about the NCAA bracket for hockey. I'm gonna have to bring that up in the final countdown. Oh, true that, true that, true that. I'm about that life. Word, word, word. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool, so cool, cool, we, we cool, talk cool, about cool, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Why don't we actually just talk about hockey in Florida in general? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Have, if I was to ask you about hockey in Florida, would you be able to come up with three words for hockey in Florida gen- in general? <sighs> This is an easy. This is this one's an easy one to me. Oh. Hockey in Florida is on the rise. Those are the three words I'd have to associate hockey in Florida with. They the hockey is on the rise here in Florida. Like we mentioned before, obviously the Tampa Bay Lightning are Stanley Cup champions. Tampa is one of like the most underrated hockey towns in the world or in the country. I feel like they you go to Tampa and I. Personally, even though the Bucks just won the Super Bowl, I think the Lightning are bigger than the Bucks. I think the Lightning are bigger than the Rays. There are there's an insane amount of hockey down in South Florida. There's so many rinks down there. The coaching is incredible. We're starting to see more and more uh, players coming out of Florida into the NHL. I also wanted to give a shout out here, special shout out, sidebar shout out. A couple nights ago, the Ontario Reign 
in the AHL, in the American League, which is the minor league system for the NHL, which yeah. is basically like AAA, uh, if for those right. who don't know. Uh, the Ontario Reign, actually, for the first time since, I believe, the 1960, I've got a, might have that stat pulled up here. Uh, but the, for the first time since, uh, let's see, uh, nope, don't have a stat. For the first time since, I believe, the 1960s, the Ontario Reign started an all-black lineup an all-black line, I should say, wow. an all-black line featuring Akil Thomas, Florida native Akil Thomas, along with Quentin Byfield and former Washington Capital Stanley Cup champion Devontae Smith-Pelly. So all three of those guys for the first time since, I believe, 1960. Don't quote me on that. I might have to go back and look right. that up. Uh, but for the first time, that was a thing featured in the by the Ontario Reign. Great to see. And, and it's just things like that, man. It's just things like that with hockey that, like, it's just there's so many underrated qualities, and, and Florida being one of them, and to tie it back into Florida and it being on the rise, there is just so much buzz around hockey in Florida. It's great to see the Lightning yeah. are buzzing. The Florida Panthers are buzzing, obviously, as well, and youth hockey is, is on the rise as well. <laughs> the Icemen here are like – the Icemen are doing something that is very different than all the other minor league hockey teams that have ever rolled through Jacksonville. They're getting the national spotlight. They, the the Iceman as an ECHL team, which is double A. When do you ever see double yeah. A baseball teams really get the spotlight? The Iceman, Top though, plays, that's not it. Yeah, exactly. The Iceman, though, continue to get the spotlight for just the, the 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 unique things that they're doing for a fan experience. I know Chris, if he's still in the chat here, he's going to a game, I believe, Friday. He's going to see the 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 Thanos gloves and the Thanos the Thanos game, basically. Um, going to get a fight. They're wearing Thanos yeah. gloves. They got to get their fight in. I feel like it's going <laughs> to happen, but but it is it, like I said, hockey is on the rise. The Florida Everblades are one of the best teams in the ECHL. The Icemen are getting the national spotlight for the things that they're doing. It's just great to see hockey in Florida on the rise. Well, about that, good, good, good. shout out good. there for sure. Good. Like good. you know, and that's what happens when when you have hockey in Florida winning. You know. When there's yeah. teams that are putting on and it's something good to watch. I mean, this is when a casual fan should get in. Start watching teams that you know that you would never expect to be doing things like this and watch the style of play. Like you're not gonna watch a Tampa Bay Lightning game and not be entertained, no matter who they're playing, even when they're not having good days, even when Malcolm Henney's behind the post or in between the posts and just screwing everything up and allowing six goals, you're still gonna enjoy the game. It's, so it's it's uh, okay. Vasilevsky is there and he's gonna be able to save the day. But good. I'm actually I'm actually glad you brought that up before we get into our wow, Mika's a uh, is just Unreal. Zabinajad six. Let, let me read this here. Mika Zabinajad six points and Adam Fox with five assists as the Rangers now lead the Flyers seven to three. So Mika so Zabinajad twelve points for Mika Zabinajad in the last two games against the Flyers. Against against. So he, he yeah that is twelve yeah that is twelve points for Mika Zabinajad in the last two games against the Flyers with a Hattie last time and a Hattie this time. He had a hat. He had a Hattie in both games. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. official. Mika so it is, also, is the Flyers' daddy. <laughs> he's been he has been cold too. This is he's buzzing now. Like he's ro obviously rolling now, but he was really cold, man. He was battling a lot, mm. and also I'm pretty sure the Rangers are still without their head coach. I think COVID has still prevented him from being behind the bench. So they should stay without their head Rangers coach. Rangers are switch it up this, when he comes this. back send him down to their minor league system to coach them and leave yeah. your minor league coach up here doing what he's doing. Because yeah. clearly that sounds like the culture change your Rangers have been looking yeah. for. 
You know, like it seems like they want to play for this guy. And it doesn't seem to be the same for their original head coach. No, I don't have names. I just have facts. Yeah. <laughs> David Quinn. David Quinn. But uh, I wanted before we before we move on to our final one here, you brought up something that I really want. I'm hooked on. OK, you brought up winning like teams yeah. winning and that's what brings fans out. I want to point that at something out though, that, that this is how like you, you brought it up with the Florida, like the Florida hockey and because Florida, the Florida is an underrated place for hockey. You don't think of it that much. So you're like, okay, they're winning. Now is the time to go. And some people have looked at that as a negative thing around Florida hockey and hockey in general down for the lightning and for the Panthers. It's like the, the, they're only good. They're only selling out games or only filling seats when they're doing good. That happens in every single sport, man. Yep. Every single sport, yep. even in big markets, like that happens in every sport. The Jets aren't selling out every game. They're terrible. The Bengals aren't selling Chargers. out every game. They're terrible. The Chargers are doing good and they're still not doing it. Losing does, I feel like losing, it does have an effect on it. It does, obviously. But it's right. not this like, red flag to prevent people from going to these games like of course you're going to support your casual fans are of course going to support that team more when they're doing good it's just it's just sports that's how sports work it it is and it is and i just it just drives me nuts when i hear people like oh they only show up to games whenever they're winning of course of course that's what happens with casual tale as old as time why would you're not going to go spend your money on a poor product? Why would a sports be anything different? Like I'm not going to go watch a team get beat eight to zero exactly. by the second exactly. period. Like w- the game becomes so boring when you're watching a team get blown out left and right. Like yeah. I, you, you want your team to win. Even the organization will say, when we win, we got people in the stands. That's how it works. That's yeah. how it goes. That's, that's one more for you, buddy. You about ready? You about yep. ready for this last one? Maybe with this it. is a good one, and and it's perfect for today. You know, we talked about the NBA trade deadline. The NHL trade deadline is on the horizon. Give me three words about the NHL trade deadline. So when I think about the NHL trade deadline, and I know I brought this up earlier with you regarding how the NHL and the NBA have two of the most exciting trade deadlines. There's always movement. There's always a lot of action I really want people to temper your expectations with this year's NHL trade deadline. The reason I say that is because normally around this time, when we get this close to the NHL trade line, moves are already flying. We're already seeing moves going in place. We always see players moving even before the trade deadline. And then when deadline day comes, there's still more moves flying and there just hasn't been that. And I really get the sense that the NHL, NHL trade deadline this year is going to be very, very quiet. There's going to be some moves. Obviously, I think Toronto is going to make a move. I think uh, the Islanders, like I said before, are going to be a team that makes a move. But I really think there's just going to be a, it's going to be quiet for two reasons. One being Seattle. The expansion draft here, a lot of teams have learned their lesson with the expansion draft from Vegas. Vegas got some really good players in that expansion draft. So teams are going to be a little bit more cautious making sure that they have expendable pieces on their roster instead of giving them all away for to acquire someone in hopes to make a Stanley cup run teams are starting to consider that more. So Seattle's one reason and also money money is the, is a huge reason here because the NHL salary cap is hurting, man. The NHL salary cap is hurting just like the NFL that we talk about all the time. It's hurting. 
and the NHL where they get all their revenue. It's just, it's not, it's not a thing. So when playoffs roll around and you get, get that big playoff bonus for making the playoffs and you, and, and for, for home, for people showing up to your home arena for the playoffs, you're not getting that revenue because you're not playing at home. So teams are really just making sure that they're not spending too much. They're not going out and acquiring a big name because of salary cap issues. And then Seattle has to be a big thing. And today there was a news story that was released. Canada, Canada brought down their number of days that you have to be in quarantine. So there's 14. It was 14 days that if you were entering Canada or leaving Canada, you had a quarantine for 14 days. Now it is brought down to seven, seven days. So that is a big factor to also consider here because these guys are these teams. I should say you, you acquire a guy and you have to wait seven days. Is it worth it? If you're in a if you're in a playoff push, those seven days could be crucial. So there's a lot of factors that go into it, but please temper your expectations for the NHL trade deadline. You got me. I was ready to ask you a question about that. Like, because you were saying there wasn't much movement right now. And I went and took a peek at you know the trade deadline's the 12th of April. So there's still some time on the horizon. Even the NBA trade deadline didn't have much conversation. And then yesterday, boom, just slapped in the face. Today, slapped in the face with all of these. Uh, different uh, moves and acquirement, but then you brought up Seattle and that's just like the end all be all great point. I'm not going to go and grab a player unless it's a name that I plan on locking down. Like if I'm yeah. trading him, it's almost like if you're trading franchise for franchise at that point, that's the only way you're yeah. really making those types of moves. So that, that was a really good point and kind of brought me out of any other thought process I had about not making moves. And you have to, and you have to consider that too, because now you're, you're bringing in another player that's taking up a roster spot. You're going to probably protect that player that you just acquired. So now you have to consider who's now not being protected for the yep. Seattle draft. So yep. that has to also be considered. The Rangers did a lot of that this past offseason where they brought in a lot of depth players. But realistically, it's just for the Seattle draft. Players like Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson's a bum. He's one of the worst defensemen what? in the NHL. He's terrible. Hey, things are always better when we're together with Jack Johnson. Better when win again. Don't do that. Stop it. Stop ruining Jack Johnson. He's singing like you got bubble toes right now. <laughs> wow. I love dude. I love I'm a big I'm a big Jack Johnson guy. I really am a big Jack Johnson guy. I enjoyed some of his older songs back in the day. I didn't keep up with them afterwards, but you know. Nobody knows it. Her eyes are as big as a bubble. Her toes on the feet of a queen of the heart. We've become so musical over the last two weeks. We've had a sing along like at least once every single every week. At least one show a week we get a sing along. Well, now that we're rounding up, I'll leave Jack Johnson playing in the background as we as we close out the show for our audio listeners and uh, get into our final countdown. AJ, I appreciate you giving me those the three word game. I really do. Yeah, man, you know it's the least I could do. Uh, get you in some hockey talk on a big NBA day. I don't ever want to say I don't show you love, man. It's NBA no. day, and we're like, nah, man, let's talk some hockey. Get I appreciate it. I know, I know I know, all of our hockey fans here in the chat are appreciating it. But, hey, we got to end it for our audio listeners, guys. If you're not in the Facebook, if you're not watching these shows live, no. No, we can't end it for our audio listeners yet. We got too much to tell them about what's coming on in the next couple of days, man. Next, I mean, that, days, kind of came, that kind of came with, oh. the, with the – Also, the audio listeners know what we're doing tomorrow? I was going to tell them. I don't believe you. All right, go ahead. Handle it. Handle it, host. 
host, Conscience. <laughs> Three words for a That's casual awesome. hockey fan. Fights, fights, fights. <laughs> that would be the first thing that pops in my head. It's fights, 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 because a lot of casual hockey fans love hockey for the sole reason of fighting, which I do need to bring up a stat here. Fighting is up 42% since last year, by the way. Yes. It, it, fighting right. is well, up 42%. So that's a that's a big thing there. There's a lot of talk about people trying to get rid of fighting in hockey, but it's just it's just one of those things. And it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that these teams are only playing each other the same over and over and over again. So there's a lot of hatred. Yeah. So fighting is Eight up. Games, so that, yeah. that, that, that would have to be it. That would, fighting, fighting, fighting for the three words for a casual hockey fan. Yeah. All right, right word, 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 word. But let's Vinny, I'd it. like to take this time to apologize for jumping over your spot and the way you were going to end the show. I will go ahead and let you do that now, even You've though been... I had so much fun and my apology wasn't real. But hey, I, I, I will actually, I'm going to hear, I'm going to solo you. Why don't you close out the show? Close Ooh. out the show, baby. Close out oh, the so... show. So he put me on here thinking I was going to botch and not know how to close the show out. First and foremost, thank everybody for being in the chat. We appreciate it. The chat was bumping today. We need that on every one of our shows. The engagement is what keeps us going. That's why it's our happy place. Talking sports with sports fans. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night at 8 p.m. live. Tomorrow, Fun and Games Friday. We have been buzzing on this for about a month now. If you remember a while back, about a month, we did a mock draft, uh, Lock Mock 1.0. We did Vinny. Vinny Milani put out his mock draft. You can still go find that on our page if you want to see how we've grown in a month. Tomorrow is Lock Mock 2.0, where yours truly, your boy, AJ Johnson, will be releasing his mock. His mock. <laughs> I talked about myself in the first, third, and second person there. That is called talent, people. Keep up. <laughs> we'll be releasing my mock tomorrow. Check that out. Tell us what you think about it. And then join us for Fun and Games Friday as we analyze all the wonderful picks I have. I got some crazy trades in there. I'm excited for this. I got I wasn't even going to do trades at first, but I was like, you know what? Let's have some fun. Everyone else is doing trades. And then I went trade crazy. It is going to be epic. So tune in, Fun and Games Friday. While you have the chance, invite your friends to like the show. Head over to the Facebook, slide over where it says home and video and photos and about and find that community tab. Click on that and then invite your friends to like the page. Don't just share the page. Invite them to like the page. And then like us on all of our social media. Would you like to know where that is? I will tell you. First off, at RoughCut underscore sports on Twitter, at RoughCut Sports on Facebook, the RoughCut Sportscast on Instagram. Hit that like, hit that follow, hit that love. Check out the stories. Don't forget to vote on our women's bracket for International or Women's History Month. Head over to YouTube, like those clips, hit that subscribe, hit that notification. We love you guys. Tell somebody, tell everybody. And, of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles. Shout out to them hanging out with us in the chat earlier. They let us know they got a bunch of new stuff coming up. And my guy Vinny is already on it. Look at this website. You can already see. Ooh, got us a little gold football in there. What's that looking like? Joe Montana signed football? Stop. How do you even rival this, guys? These, this is where you go for sports gifts. Halftime sports collectibles. They got the goods. Gerald McCoy signed. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm getting on. I'm about to get it. 
Kelly, uh, I want to know where you put that cleat you won. Is that hanging up on a mantle somewhere? Because uh, also it's pretty dope. Also, shout out Halftime Collectibles for putting us on their website before Belly Up did. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I had to stay. I had to poke fun at the network, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Good time. Good time. That was good. That was a good close. That was a good close, buddy. Not as good as mine, but it's okay. It's okay. It is now time for us to start entering into the final countdown. Like AJ said, tomorrow we are going to be doing your boys mock draft with AJ. Tune in for that 8 p.m. live right here on Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to check us out. Join in the chat. Have some fun and fun and games Friday with us. But AJ, any last words before? I guess no. I, you should be asking I'm me I'm still that. winded. Uh, well, you took over. So ask yourself. <laughs> My last words. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget, we are on the road to 1,000 likes and follows, so please invite all of your friends to like and follow the show. Go over to our Facebook page, head on to that community tab, and hit invite all of your friends. If it gives you an error message, I saw this earlier today, if it gives you an error message, it's because you can't invite that many people at the same time. So you're going to have to just start selecting people. Take that time. It's just, it'll literally take you maybe five minutes tops to invite all of your friends to like our show. So please help us out, support the show in the best way that you can. We appreciate it. That is. Adios, turd nuts. We'll see you tomorrow for Funny Games Friday. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.